Welcome to Reckless Speculation, NFL style. And it's your good friend. It's your... Po- <laughs> I was thinking, I really come out of the box maybe a little too loud there when I said, welcome to Reckless Speculation. So maybe I should tone that down a little bit. But yes, uh, it's your good friend. It's your pal. It's your compadre. It's TC, everybody. How you doing? What's going on the big show today? Well, for the third straight show, we're having Vincent Frank join us. Uh, He's the NFL lead editor at uh, sportsnot.com. The unfiltered juggernaut, if you prefer. And in addition to his uh, awesome NFL knowledge, and uh, he's the ultimate uh, Jimmy Grapes fan. Right, Vincent? Yes? <laughs> well, I don't know. After what happened in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, I can't go that far. Oh, my God. We, we've never talked. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it. There was a moment when he, like, jumps and throws the ball that was reminiscent of a Christian ponder throw. Uh, for, with the Vikings back, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. I'm just like, oh my God, what is he doing? He's like just jumping and throwing it up in the air haphazardly. I'm like, what the hell? So I think that the stage was too big for him. And, you know, I mean, made it a third playoff start. I think the stage was too big for him. Yeah, maybe. So, well, speaking of quarterbacks, we're going to play a little uh, quarterback Russian roulette here today. We're going to do, well, here's, here's the way we're going to set it up. We're going to... I'm going to give you a name, Vincent. You're going to tell me where you think that quarterback will land, and then I'll tell you where I think that quarterback will land. And then we'll use the Wheel of Misfortune, or the Wheel of Fortune, and we'll spin it, and we'll see what team it comes out on. So here's my opinion. The Wheel of Misfortune will be much more accurate than you and I in the end. I agree. You think I, I so, think huh? That that's, you know, better left up to chance than mm-hmm. experts or so-called experts uh, predicting where each of these quarterbacks are going to land. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's let's jump right in. Of course, the um, – well, I, I want to talk about – well, I want to talk about one name that's come up here over the weekend. It's Andrew Luck. There's rumors that he could come back. What's the what's the story on that? Uh, it's just Jim Irsay being Jim Irsay pretty you much. You don't think it's real? <laughs> No, he just said that he can't say one way or another if Andrew Luck will come back. Uh, XFL commissioner, his father, Oliver Luck, has pretty much gone on record saying he's not coming back. Andrew Luck says he's done with football. So I don't see anything here. I think it's Ursay just hoping against hope that he doesn't actually have to be an owner and he can luck into another quarterback like he did Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Yeah, there you go, no pun intended, right? So, all right, well, we'll see how it shakes out. But if he does come back, it'll be with the Colts, right? I mean, there's no there's no doubt about that. If if, if there yeah. was like a 5% chance that he comes back. He's still under contract with the Colts. They're not going to release him from the contract. So, yeah, it's only going to be with the Colts. All right, just like Gronk is technically under contract with the Patriots, right? So if Gronk were to end up on another team, if he were to come back, go to another team, um, with Tommy Brady, like let's say Tom Brady went to the Raiders, Gronk would have to be traded to the Raiders, right? Or released. Uh, and that was talked about um, during last offseason when they were talking about Gronkowski potentially coming back. Uh, the Patriots had talked trade with the Detroit Lions. I don't think the Patriots want Rob Gronkowski back regardless of if Tom Brady comes back. Really? I think he's too big of a too big of a personality for Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. Uh, okay. Right. Well, that's, that's Which is kind funny of surprising. Because but, yeah. You're talking about Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. Exactly. Yeah. He goes up the yin yang, but. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? 
Um, so, all right, so let's play the game. Let's uh, Speaking of Tom Brady, let's start with Tom Brady. Give me your pick on where Tom Brady is going, if he's going anywhere. Vegas, baby. You think he's going to Vegas? You're not biased here now because you're in Vegas. I... No. I mean, I can't be biased to both the Bay Area and Las Vegas, Malcolm, can I? Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, man, then maybe I'm biased to back east and I'm biased to – no, I'm kidding. Um. I, I just think it makes too much sense for Tom Brady. You know, he wants to, he, again, we talked about this in the last show. He's all about that lifestyle with Giselle, you know, and I can't see him going to Indianapolis. What about LA, Tennessee with Vrabel? It makes another sense. The what Chargers make, an, make sense. What about too. Tennessee with Vrabel? I think that friendship's kind of blown out of proportion. You know, we talked about the fact that, oh, they could get it done in a text message. Right. Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now. Oh, well, right now, maybe, yeah. But that's, uh, I mean, he was better last season. Well, wasn't even close. Well, okay, I'll give you that. On paper, he was better, but come and, on. And on tape, he was, <laughs> he was better. But he also had Derrick Henry, you know, right. running back, you know. So, I mean, there's other factors that go into play, you know, when it comes to that. But for the Titans, if they have Derrick Henry, I think Tannehill is a better option for Tennessee. It would be fun to see him go to Nashville, Tom Brady, though. Yeah, yeah. My pick is I think he's going back to the Patriots. I, I just don't see I, I just don't see him leaving. I think he I think he knows I think he's a little bit of a historical type of guy and if he's gonna come back, I figure he's coming back to the uh Patriots. So that's my pick. As far as the uh wheel of misfortune, we'll play a little Russian roulette with Tommy. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Here's the call. Tom Brady will be a Chicago Bear. <laughs> when it all comes down in, uh, what, uh, April? Everything will be decided by then, right? Yeah, March. March, okay. So, yeah. March 18th is, yeah, March 18th. Okay, so, so we got about a month, left, just less than a month, and Tom Brady will be a Chicago Bear. So let me pull the Bears off of here since they have their new quarterback. All right, uh, that's done. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up on the list, let's uh, let's talk about uh, Philip Rivers. Where's he going, buddy? Uh, Philip Rivers, I have to Tampa Bay. Really? Yeah, it was a, there's a great uh, joke that I heard once. Uh, and and maybe these days it's a little inappropriate, but come on, you got to have a sense of humor. And I realize people don't have a sense of humor. Everything's a little inappropriate to today's society, apparently. I suppose. So. I suppose. Yeah. The, the joke was it was by a, a, a rock star that said it. He says. I says. He said. Uh, I, I said. I'm not. Let me try that again. He said. I'm not going to take her to Florida. I said I was going to tamper with her. Not that good, but it's memorable. At least it was memorable to me back then as like a 16-year-old boy. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually, um, not to get too far off track, I was watching this thing on Facebook. It was a clip of um, Al Bundy jokes from Married Children. Oh, and nice. Getting back, your, getting back to your point, it was all him calling um, Darcy a chicken. And <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, Married with Children would not make it. No, in it won't. Ultra sensitive society today. It's just a joke that he had. Mary Children, one of the greatest comedies ever made, would not. Uh, oh man, he'd be blacklisted. Exactly. Well, the first episode, but neither here nor there. Well, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, so let's. Uh, so Philip Rivers, you got him going to Tampa. Um, 
I'm I'm going to agree with that one. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, I like I like Rivers going to Tampa. So. All right. So all right, let's go. Let's go to the wheel, baby. Where is he actually going? Philip Rivers will be. That's funny. I I didn't take the Bears off the wheel of misfortune. He's going to the Bears as well. (laughs) Well, the Bears are just going to take every quarterback. They need every quarterback after seeing Trubisky play. Ah, crap. That's funny. All right, let me let me spin it one more time. If it comes up as the Bears again, I mean, forget about it. All right, Philip Rivers. When it's all said and done, in a couple of weeks, he'll he'll be a Carolina Panther. Ah. Okay, that makes more sense than Tom Brady to Chicago, (laughs) to be honest. Hey, everyone. This is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up, a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap Up. Hey, everyone. This is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. Ah, very good, very good. So, all right. Hey, if you're uh, digging on the show here, uh, make sure you subscribe. We're available on Google uh, Play and all those things. We're available also on Apple. Uh, just uh, search for, uh, well, if you've, you've obviously found us, so you're listening. But if you haven't, for some reason, and osmosis has taken over, well, then uh, I'm not sure I use that word correctly. I'm not sure I realize what that word means. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple, uh, also uh, Google and uh, Spotify. We're here every Monday and Thursday, plus instant reaction shows, emergency podcasts when there's big breaking news. So hopefully we'll have a handful of those over the next couple of months because, well, the draft, free agency, it's going to be spectacular. I love the off season for any sport. And football does it pretty well. NBA does it really well, except it's all like just one big gush of stuff One day. <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like uh, it, they don't draw it out at all i wish they drew it out just a little more but so less in baseball though baseball is uh horrible well yeah horrible. that's 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 very true all right uh speaking of the carolina panthers cam newton where's cam newton gonna be my first choice was the raiders if they don't get tom brady you know john gruden's gonna go out there and do something right i'm gonna Oh man, I will say the Bears. The Bears, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. You think they're going to dump out a Mitchell Trubisky? I think that they're going to get somebody to compete with them. The talk of Andy Dalton is hilarious. Mitchell Trubisky is better than Andy Dalton. I'm almost better than Andy Dalton. So, outside the hair, of course. Well, yeah. But Come on. If you look at it, they could probably get Cam Newton for a third round pick and set up some type of. Fox training camp battle between Newton and Trubisky, but the Bears are in win now mode, man. They have the defense to do it. They have star players on offense. Why not? Yeah, and yeah. Trubisky's holding them back big time. True. 
Cam Newton. What's my opinion there? I think Cam Newton. Hmm. I think Cam Newton's going to the Raiders. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Raiders there. I like your uh, pick there. Since I've got him going back, I've got little Tommy Brady going back to um, the Patriots. I'm gonna say that Cam's going to the Raiders. So. That's that's yeah. If they don't get Tom Brady, I'm pretty sure that they'll end up with Cam Newton. There you go. The All one right. quarterback we did not have on here was Derek Carr. I don't think, did you? Yeah, I do. I, he's coming up. Oh well. Okay, cool. Maybe cool. I don't. Well, we can talk about him next. But uh, yeah, so let's uh, spin this wheel of misfortune and find out that Cam Newton will be a Tennessee Titan. Uh, no, no, he's not better than Tannehill. Yeah, you're you're pretty good. You're not only outside. I hear the birds. You're also typing stuff, so you're you're pretty good. Where you can comment, and I can't do that multitasking thing myself. It's like seventy degrees in Vegas right now at eight thirty in the morning. So I'm definitely going to be outside after dealing with this crappy winter. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Isn't it the greatest time of the year right now in Vegas and Phoenix? Just wonderful. It is. And Give then two more months, and then we're yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, hundred and fifteen. But you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right, uh, Derek Carr. Where is Derek Carr going? All right, so that's an interesting one. Let's see. Huh? Nowhere. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, huh? You know, the one fit was Chicago, but obviously, I have Cam Newton going there. Um, I will go out on a limb and say that he ends up with the uh, New England Patriots. Really? So he's going to become a Super Bowl winning quarterback then, was what you're saying. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like I like Derek Carr going to the Chargers. I, I think that he, would be funny. I think he just uh, heads down the, uh, you know, he stays in California, goes to the Chargers, and, you know, we see what happens. So. That would be funny. I, I think that Derek Carr is a much better quarterback than he has been under Gruden the last couple of years. Gruden needs a specific type of quarterback, and it's been proven that Derek Carr is not that type of quarterback. Right. So, um, whether Gruden's right or wrong, I mean, he's been wrong more often than he's been right throughout his career. I know Raider fans don't want to hear that, but. But he's, he's got a ring, right? So that's all that matters. Yeah, with the Buccaneers. Well, yeah, I know, but it's still a ring. He can be wrong all he wants. He's still got that ring. So he can take Derek Brooks and John Lynch and that defense for it. Not, not who did he have at quarterback? Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's see what the wheel of misfortune uh, brings for uh, Derek Carr. Uh, is it Derek Carr, or David Carr? I always get those two guys confused. It's a uh, more talented of the two, Derek. <laughs> so Derek, okay. Not saying much, but yeah, there you yeah. go. All right, Derek Carr will be a Detroit Lion when is all when all said and done. Apparently, Stafford's going to get dealt somewhere, maybe to the Patriots, and uh, Derek Carr goes to the Lions. Okay, I mean that's not an upgrade, but hey, <laughs> you're looking at Matt Patricia as the head coach, and then they have that Quinn guy as their general manager. So anything's possible with that dumpster fire that's true so Dak Prescott are you for sure 100% he's going back to uh, Dallas they're going to franchise tag him right and yeah and that's not going to change because of the whole CBA stuff that's going on and that's that's still going to be the same this year right 
it could still change. I mean, I'm not 100% in tune with everything that's going on behind the scenes. There's so much information. I know they pushed back the uh, franchise tag deadline two days. Oh, okay. Um, because they're thinking they're getting a hash out in Indianapolis during the combine this week. But from what I know is if it is signed before March 18th, the franchise tag won't exist, which means the Cowboys will hand out $40 million a year to Prescott. And Jerry Jones will eat crow in the glory hole, but yeah, yeah. So let let's let's play a game. Let's say that Dak Prescott hits the free agent market and he doesn't sign with the Cowboys. Which team do you think just goes all in for Dak? Ah, Carolina Panthers. This would be reckless speculation to the nth degree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Carolina I'd Panthers Car- go all Carolina. in. Huh? Nice, nice. Okay, I say I'm going to say. Hmm. Somebody that's going to make an impact. Um, I'm going to say the Redskins step up. Washington steps up and signs uh, Dak Prescott to just a gigantic contract and maybe ends up kind of crippling the team from a salary cap perspective. But Daniel Schneider, he doesn't make a lot of good decisions, right? So why not another poor decision, at least to when it comes to crippling the franchise with um, – Salary cap issues. Dak Prescott going from the Cowboys to the Redskins <laughs> would be absolutely hilarious. It would be awesome, wouldn't it? Now, would... don't tell that to my mom, big time Cowboy fan, but oh, she yeah, is. that would be hilarious. All right, let's run through a couple other quarterbacks really quick. And in fact, in fact, since this segment's getting a little uh, long in the tooth, let's 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 uh, just jump to the Wheel of Doom here. I'm going to do Taysom Hill. On the Wheel of Doom, here it comes. His new team will be the Chicago Bears. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> i got to remove these things. Uh, his new team will be the Las Vegas Raiders. That could be fun. Uh, no, no. I could actually see that, yeah. to be honest. Um, Gruden, you know, I mean, like I said, he's a weird cat. But, you know, if you get a dual-threat quarterback, yeah, I can see Taysom Hill coming here. It wouldn't be the big splash that I know that they want to make, but yeah, I can see it. All right. Um, hey, make sure you uh, follow Vincent on Twitter. Uh, it's Vincent Frank NFL, and you can follow at me your own peril. At your own peril. At your really. own peril, of course, of course. Uh, you can follow <laughs> me on Twitter, uh, even though I don't tweet that much. It's HeyTC. And uh, also make sure you visit sportsnot.com and follow it on Twitter at uh, at sportsnot, N-A-U-T, baby. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Business with personality. That's the idea that launched London's business newspaper, City AM, 15 years ago. And it's the same idea that inspired our new daily podcast, The City View, where you'll find me, City AM editor Christian May, interviewing the most well-known, influential and colourful figures from business, politics and finance. The City View from City AM, with a new episode every morning. It's the perfect start to your working day. And let's go, Raider Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. 
Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. All right, uh, we're up to, uh, who are we up to? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater will be, let's see, a Carolina Panther. I'm not sure if we've already said the Panthers for we somebody. With Philip Rivers. Okay, so well, the Wheel of Doom. Uh, I should have I should have uh, planned this out a little better and removed stuff. But uh, <laughs> I say I say he made sense for the Chargers. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Jameis Winston, the Wheel of Doom, says he will be a Dallas XFL. Cowboy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> they, they all of a sudden Dak Dak Prescott becomes a free agent. He goes to uh, the Redskins, and then and then the Cowboys end up holding. You know, well they end up with they can't sit down in musical chairs, and they end up with Jameis Winston, and then things are kind of just reset there, where everybody thought, oh, it's going to be a good year. Mike McCarthy's coming in. Oh, oh never mind. Jameis is going to be here. So. Well, everything's done big in Texas, so there's 30 interceptions might work out there. I don't know. That's true. (laughs) Ridiculous, man. I cannot believe that he's looking at 25 million a year. Are you kidding me? I know that that's insane. Uh, 30 interceptions, bro. What the? Okay. Yeah. We're not going to be we're we're kid friendly here. Exactly. Um, Andy Dalton going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are you you surprised? (laughs) I'm surprised that. Any team would show interest in him. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you got to realize we have a robust range of market at quarterbacks. So pl- players like Eddie Dalton, they're not going to be looking at starting jobs. So, I mean, he could go to Carolina to compete for a job or Miami if they get um, Tua. Or, well, he's not going to Cincinnati. They don't want him. Um, so, I mean, he, he's going for a backup job. Yeah. And I could see him, I could see him going to a team like Minnesota to back up Kirk Cousins. Uh, in case Cousins bombs out San Francisco to back up Garoppolo in case Garoppolo bombs out. Right. Teams like that. I can see him going to a team where they have decent quarterbacks, but quarterbacks that they might need to have a veteran behind them. Finally, Marcus Mariota. I guess the Mariota-Winston draft didn't end up working out so well for NFL, uh, two NFL teams. But uh, Mariota is headed to the Dolphins, according to this. And again, that's the type of move I could see Miami making if they um, land Tua or Herbert. Yeah, to get a player like Mariota as a backup. That's true. Are uh, you referring to uh, Justin? Is it a Bear or is it uh, Herbert? Justin Herbert. I'm going with Herbert. I thought it was a Bear, Justin a Bear from Oregon, the quarterback, right? But it could be a Bear. I mean, is he Bobby a Bear's son? I he I don't know. He, or maybe grandson or something. Grandson? I don't know. That's a good question. Let's look that up here really quick. Bobby A. Bear. Uh, he was a football player, and uh, I don't seem to find anything on it being a related uh, to uh, Justin. So, yeah, and he's 59, so I guess he could have had a kid at 40 or something, or 40. Yeah, I guess he would have been in his 40s, so that'd be fine. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, a couple other things here before we get out of here for the day. Uh, Big Ben is on the mend, and they're a Super Bowl team, in my humble opinion. What, do you, what are your thoughts on uh, 
Big Ben coming up, uh, coming back, and am I crazy to think that uh, Tomlin, who I think is the second best coach in the NFL behind uh, Belichick, what are your thoughts on that? No, I think Roethlisberger's over the hill. He's coming off an UCL injury, which you know for uh, pitchers is not a great thing, and football is different, obviously, when it comes to throwing the football. I'm not sold on Schuster wide receiver as number one or Connor as a running back one. They both kind of took a major setback last season. Now, again, you have Mason freaking Rudolph and Devlin Hodges throwing ducks, literally, almost literally. And then that defense, you know, you don't know about the secondary, the pass rush. I'm just not sold on Pittsburgh. I think they're a second-tier team in the AFC. I'd say four or five teams that are better than them, even with Big Ben in the mix. I don't know. I mean, Big Ben, he's still, I mean, well, he only, well, he threw 34 touchdowns in 2018. He also led the NFL in interceptions in 2018. He had 16. That's hardly Jameis Winston numbers. Yeah, but we're not trying to compare future Hall of Famer to Jameis. I can't see Winston. Threw for 320 yards. It didn't matter if they had Antonio Bryant. I mean, the thing with wide receivers is you can find wide receivers off the street. This whole fascination of drafting wide receivers in the first round I think is stupid to me because most of these wide receivers draft in the first round over the last, what, 10 years? They've been busts. And why is that? I mean, that, that's a legitimate question I'm asking you. Why Why are wide receivers and drafting in the first round just per, per, perennial busts? Any, anybody that's taken in the first couple of rounds tends to be a step. Teams value big-bodied wide receivers, and it's changing in the NFL now. You know, we saw we saw um, A.J. Brown drop to the second round last year because he was smallish. Right. Debo Samuel from the 49ers dropped to the second round last year. Both were, if you redraft the 2019 draft, both were top 15 picks on right. the way they played. And then you had the first round picks, and it's it bombed out. So I think that you're going away from that this year. We're looking at the combine right now. We're looking at the measurements. And I can almost say five wide receivers are going to be under six foot one that are be drafted in the first round. And I think that that's going to change. Uh, you know, you're valuing big body six foot four wide receivers. Well, don't. They are the ones that are proven to be busts. Yeah. You know, you have the John Rosses of the world, of course. But then, you know, you have the Mike Williams of the world. Or you're the Matt Jones of the world. Or, I mean, Niner fans will remember Rashawn Woods, for God's sakes. He didn't even catch a pass. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know who that is. So. And exactly. First round pick who didn't even catch a pass, you know, in the um, NFL. And you're seeing that a lot now with teams that are going, look at Ed Kill Harry for the Patriots. We talked about him last week. Big bodied wide receiver, bombed out as a rookie first round pick. So I think that it's going to change a little bit now. So you, you still think we're going to have as many wide receivers drafted. They're just going to go with guys who are smaller over the, the big-bodied guys. Yeah, and we saw that last year, too, Nick, that DK Metcalf lasted till the last pick of the second round. Right. Now, he had a great rookie season for Seattle, but Seattle passed up on him twice. If they really liked him as a first-round pick, they wouldn't have done that. Right. So you're just seeing them change that. And, again, the quicker, speedier wide receivers, they don't need to have a perfect route tree. They don't know how to. They don't have to run a perfect route. They just got to be quick off the staff and quick off the break. And again, you know, we saw that with a couple of second round, third round picks last year. Michael Thomas, another one, four years ago, record breaking tight end, record breaking wide receiver. He's not huge. 
No, that's true. Yeah, and he's Stephon Diggs, and he's the and and Thomas is the best wide receiver in football. He's better than Julio Jones, right? Yeah. <laughs> you saw what I was doing. That's an inside joke there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Michael Thomas definitely the best wide receiver in football now. Hey, one other quick question. Speaking of the draft, um, I've heard theories. Uh, one theory in particular uh, from a really successful kind of entrepreneur who one day hopes to own an NFL uh, team. He says his strategy would be just to draft a quarterback in the first round every year until they they found the quarterback. And then basically if, if the guy is flaming out or whatever, you just kind of trade him, blah, blah, blah. And you just keep drafting quarterbacks in the first round. Because if you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing in the NFL. What, what what's, your, what's your thoughts on that theory? Just every pick, first round quarterback every year. No, I would take it to a lesser degree. I'd say, um, but I agree with the concept. You draft a quarterback every year. Yeah. Whether it's in the first round, whether it's in the seventh round. Again, I don't want to circle back to the 49ers, but that's Bill Walsh's mentality from the 80s and late 70s. And we've seen it repeated to some extent um, in the modern NFL. Whether it's the first round or the seventh round, I would actually go as far to say you draft a quarterback every draft before the fifth round. Yeah, or on day two at, at minimum. You know? Yeah, yeah, but first round pick now because he, a lot of teams don't have their board set that way. Right, their board is set best player available at positions of need, and then they grade those positions of need. So let's say the Vikings going into the draft, quarterback might be a need long term. Kirk Cousins is going into the final year of his contract. Right, but in terms of value and need, guard is a bigger need. Right, right? Uh, cornerback might be a bigger need. So I, I, it's a good concept to have, but you're going to have a hard time finding general managers and front office executives go with that model. Then again, I guess uh, Deshaun Kaiser was a second-round pick, and that didn't work out so well. I'm looking back at the um, the 2017 <laughs> NFL draft. Third-round pick, Davis Webb to the Giants. And uh, no, that didn't do so well, did it? No, my two teams were Cal and Notre Dame, and I knew right away neither quarterback was going to be anything. C.J. Beathard, um, quarterback. This, he's he went to the Niners. Did he do anything? No, he's like 0 and 11 as a starting quarterback. Oh my in the god! NFL. Yeah, never mind then. Uh, Joshua Dobbs. Did he end up as anything? Nah, he's like the Pittsburgh's four string yeah. quarterback. I think he might be in the XFL right now. If not mistaken. Nathan Peterman. He had a cup of coffee uh, for a while there before Josh Allen, right? The worst statistical quarterback in the history of the NFL. <laughs> that one no. game was awesome. It was just spectacular. <laughs> what was it, like one for 11 with four interceptions in the first half? <laughs> uh-huh. It was great. Uh, Two yards. <laughs> and, and finally, some guy named Brad Kaya out of Miami Brad went Kaya. to Detroit. Kaya. Miami okay, went to yeah. Philly, right? No, went to Detroit. So Went to Detroit. Okay, he's been on Philly. I, he's not even in the XFL, so yeah. that tells you. Of course, that draft did have some good quarterbacks in the first round. It had uh, it had a guy named Deshaun Watson, who is uh, who's a legit uh, quarterback. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who uh, might have won a Super Bowl this past year, and then it had the number two pick was Mitchell. Trib- <laughs> oh, never mind. And the Bears traded up for that pick, which just cracks me up. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot they traded about the game. They gave up three three draft picks to the 49ers for that pick. To and move. the Niners had Garoppolo. They were not even going to take him. Yeah, that's weird. So. so I just, and the Niners ended up, I think, getting Kittle out of that trade, if I'm not mistaken. But oh, yeah, yeah I, 
you, I like the idea of targeting your quarterback and trading out for him. If you know what the hell you're doing, Malcolm. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky started like 11 games in college. He was a white Cardell Jones. Oh, that's cold, man, because that's a big insult but, these days. But he had <laughs> after we saw yesterday. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. Um, but if you're looking at it, you know, he had the prototypical size, and the Bears liked what they saw in him. And I want more sample size out of a quarterback in college. That's why I was never sold on Kaiser, you know, coming out of Notre Dame either. Right, exactly. You, know, you need to have more sample size than that. It's ridiculous. 11 starts for North Carolina, and you're going to trade up for him. So you, not only do you, you trade three picks, come on. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> All right, big show in the book. It's TC, everybody, and I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.